This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please, I must draw your attention on World Bee Day because you say maybe you don't <laughs> care about World Bee, but we, well, we care about planet, our bees. We yeah. need bees we for do need food. Bees. Yes. Um, I'm holding up a photo of Miss Angelina Jolie looking like she a actually, vision. She's so beautiful. But look mm-hmm. at all the bees. I would die. I would her. die. When we, you, this happens at the fair and you go and the person goes in the bee bin or whatever mm-hmm. over at that building. Yes, the bee you, bin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just sit there like, how can you have the peace it, of mind to sit still when you hear the buzzing and you feel you get, them, you feel them walking across your yeah. skin. It's called bee zen. If they yeah. were honeybees, maybe. It's the wasps, man. Oh, the wasps. Like, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's that's there's yeah. nothing worse than the wasps. So she, this is for National Geographic uh, and it's a portrait they wanted to raise awareness for World Bee Day. So she's basic bee day. She's the godmother to women for bees. And now she's Who a bee knew? activist. And um, so she looks completely unfazed. Everyone uh, was on a prote- in a protective suit. It had to be quiet and fairly dark to keep the bees calm. She stood perfectly still. She was covered in the bees for 18 minutes without a sting. And she really was named Godmother for Women, uh, Women for Bees, a five-year program la- launched by Gwalaine. You know, oh, she does then. the perfume yes, ads. She does. And UNESCO that will help train and support 50 female beekeepers around the world as, you know, profession. And as part of her new role, she will take part. Oh, listen to this job if you oh, can get this it. Is, this is in already, a 30-day program in Provence, France, where she is going to learn how to be a beekeeper. And you know her kids would just love it oh, if they kept absolutely. bees in Bel Air. So she's going to learn. And she said um, in the interview, she said, listen, my kids are so much more informed about climate change. And they know we have like t- the next 10 to 20 years to get things right. Or they are in danger for when they're my age. And she said there are two types of bees, wild and solitary or domestic and honeybee. And she said, I, I, and they said, well, what are you? And she said, well, I feel like lately I've been a domestic honeybee, but in my heart, I'm wild solitary bee. And she said, but she couldn't take a shower for three days. That was part of the photo shoot. Because they need you. We don't. couldn't shower for three days. I couldn't shower because they told me if you have all these different scents, shampoos, perfume things, the bee doesn't know what you are. Mm. Then they put a few things up your nose. And in your ears, so they don't have those holes to climb into. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Oh. <laughs> so I give it up to Angelina, oh. the godmother. Oh, 
pain right now. I love her so much. And you know what? Do so you wanna... how is she breathing in that photograph? Because well, she was sitting there for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. It, maybe they're just kind of like little things where she oh, can Oh, little gauze things. Okay. Yeah, oh, little gauze things. Oh, my word. I know. I'm just so... When I watch the people sitting in the bee jar, the bee bin, the bee. I, I cannot... I she, cannot. She's a giver. And I. you remember you she's demanded to know. You would be more Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man yeah. with your approach to bees. The, oh, my gosh. The bees. No <laughs> oh, no, I can't. When we had a farm growing up, we shared this farm with a couple other families, like by Baldwin, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And um, Forest, Forest Lake to be unincorporated Forest Lake okay. to be more correct. But our neighbor had bees. And all the bee bins and everything. It's such an interesting. Every time oh, I've I ever seen anything, so afraid. But anytime I, they're interesting, and yes. we kind of learned about them. I feel like we had somebody on our show about bees when they first started keeping them downtown Minneapolis when there was really the bee crisis. Crisis. And the bee people crisis. Were really like, I mean, we're big, but d- be deep trouble if we don't. My have bees. mom before the epi- epipen was invented. My mom had a penicillin needle and pin. In a plastic container that we carried with us, she was so deathly allergic. So to, bees to our family were crisis mode. But, it see, was crisis. Only mm-hmm. wild and solitary. You don't need to be afraid of domestic honeybees. Sure, but this like, was Julie, my upbringing be, in the 70s. You'd probably be an amazing beekeeper if you ever get a plot of land and you should like to go back to the... I have a plot of land, yeah. but I don't want to raise bees there. Okay, I'm just saying, you know, I could see you doing it you're so funny. Mm. Now you just said you that because you want something. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I wanted the other thing I want to just tell you about because you know I just I love never, this woman. This, love her so much. Really, you haven't yeah. told us that. Really, does Lori <laughs> love? You know I love Angela. Wait a second. Yes. Does she love Sharon Stone? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Does she love who else? Okay, but Rihanna. You, you wanted to know from me. You for you are a woman who has like. You're real. You're not. This ought to be good. Wait, 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 okay, wait a minute. You know, How are you going to frame this? No, you know, small, this is, fi- small this, fingers. This, yeah. Right. You can fix a copy machine. No, but remember how Ramona on the New York Housewives mm. said she had 50 best friends and people are like, that is impossible. That's too many. No, but you probably have at least 30 friends I do. that are pretty good. close in your circle. You I have are a-, a woman who likes a, a big carousel of friends and you're suspicious sometimes of people who are more solitaire and one or two, even though you're not suspicious of me and that is me. I know you, you don't, know? you don't have, you I don't used to. I, well, I do, but I'm not, I, I'm not married. I feel like that gives you more it. time to have friendships because I don't have to always think of the, someone else. Right. That's I think of true. me and but I, even when but you, my friends are like, even yeah. when you were married because of the kids, you had all these other ways of, Meeting people. I know. People. I okay. would say you're a busy bee. Yeah, you're a busy wild honeybee. Oh, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but you had asked, you had in one of your stakes that you decided that Angelina didn't have one good friend. I know who it is. Okay. And it's the woman whose voice you hate. No, no, no. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But first, before I get to that, Johnny Miller, her first husband. Oh, yeah. On his TV show, Elementary. Mm hmm. He was a beekeeper. Just, oh, was he really? Okay, that's really funny. Just, that know, was her first husband, Johnny this, Miller. Yeah. When he I, had hair and was so hot. I mean, that's just day. kind of a weird coinkering. That is a weird. Okay. Because <laughs> 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 now she's godmother to woman for the bees uh-huh. and a bee activist. And anyway, but her good friend, 
Ellen Pompeo. That's right. I read How this. did you know that? Because, Lori, I do work here. Okay. I do work before I come They're to work. They're really dear friends. And they live by each other. And right. they've known each other a long time. And their kids are friends. Their kids well, are friends. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. That makes me happy that Angelina has a friend. Yeah. Good. You know, she's got six children. It's I hard unders- to have a wheel I, of big friends. I understand. And, you know, I'm wondering if... COVID and the slowdown and everything maybe was more grounding for her family. Probably. Because they, they got to travel. stay in one place for a longer period of time and right. have make some connections. Because that was always my thing with her is how can you, you know, always... I judged her when I shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but I thought kids need kids need boundaries and they need some stability, and sometimes that means staying in one place. if you have that place. when you're traveling, it doesn't mean you can't have that when you travel. I understand. I, would, I, told, I, just, I just had a different view of it. Yeah. And, and that was my thing. Yeah, and you, and did, I, and you apologize for judging her on that one. Because you can have that while you move. I mean, military families do it all the time, and there's other families right. that move all the time. Their and, kids felt so isolated to me. That was my thing. That was that your was view of it. You that was my view. You didn't realize all the, you know, the other world. All the paid help that was surrounding them. Well, no, but there you'd be surprised at the number of people who the diplomatic schools sure. and the French Lise, whatever they call it, Lycee, you know, that I don't know. There's this whole world of movement with families and children right. that did like that. I think for her, she was just like to Brad, I think our kids would be better off if you weren't uh, drinking, drinking every day by eight o'clock. Yeah. 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 There we go. But mm-hmm. it's true. That's a real conversation that yep. there's not um, anybody. Who like if you're in that situation where somebody is like that's all they mm-hmm. do every day, and anyway, we get old. How do you feel about HBO bringing back a book that we loved that turned into a bad movie that we hated, but introduced us to the hot I Eric Ben? I think I know this. This is this why is he's training the time traveler's wife by Audrey Niffenegger. Niffenegger. Uh, Niffenegger, who is a taxidermist who was one of our first guests out of Chicago. Yes. And we died for this book. Oh, yeah. And remember how we were so... Who was the gal in The Time Traveler's Wife? Was it Rachel McAdams? Or, yep. Yeah. Oh, we died and the movie was such a bummer. Uh-huh. Because mm. we died for that book. Do you remember? And then her second book with all... The black tree and the vines on it. We I never, remember the book covers. Yeah, we never talked we to her again. Of those two books. Yeah. She's interesting. Well, how funny that we remember her name. Because that book, that book was, was everything. Everything. It's like a, the, the Invisible Life everything. of Addie yeah. LaRue. It has that. It's, it's about this guy, uh, Henry, who he travels back and forth through time. time. And then the woman that he really loves just stays in one place. Right. And it's really, so anyway, HBO is doing it as a limited eight part. Okay. I love this. I love this. Here's, it's going to be Dr. Who and Sherlock, a showrunner, Stephen Moffat and uh, Rose Leslie has been cast. Will Eric Bana play the lead guy, or no. will he? Oh yeah, is he involved at all? No, not at all. That was uh, you know so long ago. I He's too old. Asking. He's aged all out. Right, all right, all Rose right, Leslie. Right. I have the paper in front of me. Rose okay. Leslie. I don't know who that is. Holly, Game of Thrones, Igret, the one with Jon Snow. You know, she was oh, the wild thing right. with the married to Kit Harrington. Oh, I know. Her. Married mm-hmm. in real life. So I missed a couple years of Game of Thrones. Okay, so she's. And she wasn't on that long. I mean, I mean, I forget what season she I was still up. But she was very memorable, and she and Kit Harrington. So she's been cast as Claire. Okay. They're already filming it in New York, 
And uh, the guy is being played by uh, Theo James. That's Henry. Look him up and see if you recognize him. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's hot. We've seen him in some movies. And the Game of Thrones, one of the Game of Thrones directors, uh, David Nutter, he's directing this. Oh, I I am all for this whole Game of Thrones thing, and it's happening on HBO. And um, so, yeah, he was in the Divergent stuff. Yeah. And um, The Witcher. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, we know, we know this guy. Yeah. So oh, yeah, here's a photo from the set of the Time Traveler's Wife. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, because I saw Eric Banner. I think th- I think training. this will be Time Traveler's Wife would be better in an eight part series One, than a two hour movie that it's they too couldn't hard to explain. Yeah. But but it's kind of like you know who did that very clever with not the same concept at all, but Benjamin Button. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. that was a fantastic movie. Yeah. But it was about aging, but they were able to well, do it in the two hours. Yeah, Gerald's short story. But yeah. That was brilliant how they did it, but they had to deal with some things. Yeah. You know, right. it really is. All right, it's time to go. Yes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Whatever dirt you got for us on this Thursday. Well, let's revisit a topic that we were talking about at 4.30, and that is that BBC interview that has now uh, come under scrutiny concerning Princess Diana and Martin Bashir. Well, we heard from Prince William and his opinions on that. Now we're hearing from Prince Harry this afternoon. Well, didn't a judge make a ruling that they did use deceit? Yeah, there was an investigation by the BBC done by an attorney that ruled that, yeah, the Martin Bashir and the people who produced that BBC interview with Princess Diana in the 90s, they, they were deceitful. In yeah. gathering that information All for right. the interview. It's unbelievable. What, what, what are Tell the boys say saying? It, say it. Okay, so here's what Prince Harry has to say. I mean, he, he has a long statement, so okay. let's just kind of go through it. All he right. said, our mother was an incredible woman, dedicated her life to service. He said the ripple effect of a culture of exploitation and unethical practices ultimately took her life. He goes on to say, to those who have taken some form of accountability, thank you for owning it. That is the first step towards justice and truth. Yet what deeply concerns me is the practices like these, and even worse, are still widespread today. Then and now, it's bigger than one outlet, one network, or one publication. Now, Prince Harry saying, our mother lost her life because of this and nothing has changed by protecting her legacy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe. Subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We protect everyone and uphold the dignity with which she lived her life. Let's remember who she was and what she stood for. 
And that's the end of Prince Harry's statement. I mean, they, okay, let's review all the things that they deceived, they were, uh, deceived her on, led her to believe. MI5 was spying on her. Mm-hmm. William was spying her on her son. for Charles. Her son was her spying son. on at the time who might have been how old? 10, 12? If 10? that. 10, because yeah. yeah. she died two years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. So he would have been 13. 13. 13. Um, Charles was having an affair with the nanny. Um, there was a tracking device on her car. I mean, she died believing all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Yeah. You know, interesting in this statement from Prince Harry, he's using really bold language in a way that you know, he hasn't before. And the sentence that just struck me reading Prince Harry's statement on this, he said, our mother lost her life because of this yeah. and nothing has changed. Nothing. Cause he's basically left because of the lies and smears and attacks and the way who knows what kinds of ways they were trumping up crap on Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. trying to play the Royals off of each other, mm-hmm. which they've already done with his mm-hmm. mom, their mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Prince Harry has always alluded to this. I just yes. feel like in this, this statement, like, he hasn't been as bold as this. He's just right? saying Because now William finally is, will be on his side. Yeah. So. William finally might, it might be real to him in a whole nother way now. This is really shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So bold statements from both yeah. Prince William and Prince Harry. And it this was afternoon. a judge who did a six month investigation, and the BBC did cooperate in, with it because they had like a light investigation right. a few years ago. But it was her, Princess Diana's brother, who really had to keep saying, "I demand more investigation." In other words, they want he wanted people to admit, "Yep, we dummied up receipts and things." A lot of it was financial, is my impression uh, of how they were proving some of this stuff. Like they showed her, one of the stories is that they showed her receipt for the nanny's abortion that she supposedly had with Prince Charles. I mean, no, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Really like unbelievable stuff they put in her mind. Yeah. So, and clarifying that this wasn't done in a court or it wasn't ruled over by a judge, but that Lord Dyson was a judge yeah, at okay, one point it. in time. And so he was the one, he's very revered, very respected. So he was the one that, that led the investigation and the BBC was like, yeah, cooperated. cooperated. And it was and like, they had their employees that worked their past and present. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Say what you know. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So, and Terry, you know, it told her Prince Edward had AIDS and the family didn't want her to know about it. I mean, really? Well, I mean, I wonder, oh my gosh. Princess Diana. Unbelievable. Yeah. So big statements today from William and Harry regarding that. Let's talk about Selma Hayek talking about Lady Gaga on the set of House of Gucci, Mm. saying that Lady Gaga's level of commitment, she's only seen it once or twice. So she's going to be, Selma Hayek is in this movie, House of Gucci, and we've been following this for the past couple of months. Selma Hayek says we were talking on the phone, me and Lady Gaga, and she was already Patrizia. Her accent was perfect. She said, we've had a lot of, a lot of fun reliving scenes that are not even in the movie, and she's the ultimate professional. She said she couldn't wait to get on the set to work with Lady Gaga. Incredibly talented, incredibly smart, and has extra abilities that not every brilliant actor has, which she's good with the accent. Yeah.
Yeah, so we have that to look forward to in the near future. Tiffany Haddish is weighing in on the rumors that she's been being considered as a possible replacement for Ellen DeGeneres as she wraps up her show. So Tiffany Haddish basically was like, well, I haven't commented on it because nobody that gives those jobs have talked to me about it. Well, there you go. Yeah, she's like, I've been pop. She said the reason that she's been guest hosting Ellen is because she said Ellen wanted some days off. She's been doing it a long time. She wants to enjoy her money. And apparently Ellen just asked Tiffany Haddish, will you want to try it? And she was like, you know what? Yeah, sure. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to learn a new skill and I'm totally here for it. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because it, I don't, a replacement for Ellen. Like there's not really a replacement, so to speak. No. It would be if the production company is interested in making another talk show. Right. So all this talk of who's replacing yeah, Ellen, it's just like, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't work no. that way. No. So, you know, if Tiffany Haddish does decide to do her own talk show, that's great. But it, she's not going to be replacing Ellen, yeah. so to speak. Hugh Jackman is talking about his relationship with Drew Barrymore. He said that she was so nice and she sent him a letter amid his cheating scandal. So he was on the Drew Barrymore more show he said words of support from an actress i didn't know in hollywood was lovely and you'll always have a place in my heart so you know barrymore originally asked hugh grant to co-star in music and lyrics mm-hmm. and uh that she had wrote him a letter before they even met in person yeah, they were, like, he was on her show today she's oh, been really yeah. getting the a-list people on her show she grabbed him by the collar and made out with him for 10 minutes yeah, no i did not um yeah i've been enjoying her Lately, she's had a lot you're, of good you're liking her. Is she changed her format up a little bit she for you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Good. All yeah. right. She's delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good. She's for second season, too. So, All right. growing and changing. The theory today is the mind is powerful. Very, very powerful. Okay. <laughs> Karnak. <laughs> He's so wise. Isn't he? yeah. This yes. is what we like about her. Just like Yoda. And oh, you know, yeah. you know, one of the ways that I have discovered the fountain of youth, Julia. And it, 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 I love that you're admitting that you have found I it. I have found okay. it. Okay. And one of the ways is that in my mind, I'm not whatever age I am, I'm more like how I might be feeling. You 100%. Know? Like going to Vegas this weekend, I've decided I'm going to feel very 36. I love it. So that means... But you're keeping your zipper up because I'm you're not my as wild as you were. So That's right. Chased 36. That's uh-huh. right. I'm just going to be... Uh, <laughs> And 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 you're not going to like that I'm not as fast of a 36 year old walker as I used to be, well, you know, because I've got a touch of tendonitis, Lori. So this is a. But anyway, the mind is a powerful yes, thing. It Getting is. back to my theory, mm-hmm. yes. And if you, in your mind, if you, whatever you, age you feel is the age you feel, and. They did a survey of 2,000 Americans over the age of 40, and I am happy to report that many people also have this magic mindset because four in five, which is 77%, yes, feel younger than they actually are. People see their younger selves when they look in the mirror, except for that one time when you go to like a store at whatever age it is, and you <laughs> don't wear any makeup, and you round a corner, Holly. This happened to me, and I did. I was like, "Who's ah? ah I who's that in not, the mirror?" And that that was the day I realized, okay, you were not a fresh faced twenty year old, and you need to put on a little lipstick when you find the long chin hair. 
Yeah, that you can oh, just pull. I walked around a corner. Oh, no, I walked around a mirror, and I'm like, "Who is that old hag?" That's something, Holly. You're and not there me. yet. Yeah. I got the long chin hair trust because oh. I found that one. But no, you, you it's when you, you walk around a corner of a mirror and you have a vision in your mind of what you look like, and then you scare yourself in that mirror because of how shabbily you're dressed. How unkempt your hair is, Lori. That you couldn't be I bothered. I give you the rear view mirror. Oh, that's uh, me all the time. I, I, <laughs> my mind uh, is powerful. Uh, I never see the back of my hair. Uh-huh. So on my sixth and seventh day, and you're talking about your hair. I'm talking about my Petuski. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. trying on swimsuits, you're like, who is this? Is there? Yeah. No, who you is? just have okay, to. Okay, in the changing room with me. Okay, so here we go. So yes, people. But see I don't. You mind over matter. It is, and because um, you know people who act. They're Earth age. And you're like, wow, we're the same age. And how are you so much? And it is very much people uh, refuse to admit that they're getting old. And more than a third of people say they get offended if someone calls them old. Moments like the first time someone hears a familiar song on the oldies station, that's 41%. 43% of people said when they hear, they first hear a song that they loved, on an oldie station, they're like, what? Oh, I remember exactly where I was when the first time Tell that me. happened. I was sitting in the parking lot at the Loon Deli, the place where you get the Euros and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and all that stuff. They played Cheryl Crow's Soak Up the Sun uh, on the oldie station. Wow. And that was released in 2002. And I was like, well, well all right. All right. There we go. So <laughs> that's, like, ah. that's the biggest one. Also, um, the first time you catch yourself squinting at small print. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. that's like a, you'll have a realization. Also, uh, the first time you have a hard time getting out of a car, you know, whether it's a sports car, a truck, or something. I and you're always like, have a hard time because I'm so short. Yeah, you getting do. Getting in and out of trucks is, is if they don't have that little side this board. Is, this is not as high on the list. As, well, it's it's right up there. Uh, 33% of people say seeing a celebrity they've never heard of on an award show or being buzzed about. All the time. All That's the happening time. all the time have, right now. Like my mom has yep. told me, she said, I don't know who anybody is, you know. And I'm just like, Mom, you do, but you don't. I, I agree with her on that one because like, and it's all the reality stars and all these different types of yeah, TikTok stars. And it's all the TikTokers. Old. It's the TikTokers. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Only 24% of people say that makes them feel feel old the not real the not being on tiktok or snapchat you even i pause and think like i don't know who they are so i'm old i wouldn't even put that together no but when you watch something or there's like some there's buzz you somebody about a newspaper thing i think for a lot of people it was used to be like an award show sure or something and you're like i don't know who any of these people are right that are maybe your country music fan or who knows Anyway, so that's it. Okay, so do you guys mind being called old? Because you said I one mind third it of people. terribly. I yeah. don't. Yeah, listen. I don't know why I don't. Why uh, does that not bug me, uh, Julia? I don't. You don't have a magical mind like mine. It's a practical mind. Is that it? Yeah. Because I don't feel my age ever. I continue to feel like I'm I don't in my know late what, 30s. what an age is supposed to even feel, feel like. like. That's right. the thing. It's like, it, well, I'm just me, right? You're yeah. right. But I mean, I'm like you that I, I skew very young. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Not teenage. Um, I think um, there was a really kind of, it was kind of poignant, and this is us this week, when oh. Rebecca 
um, is talking to her daughter, Kate, and she's sharing with her that when she looks at her in the blink of an eye, she sees the four-year-old Kate, the 11-year-old Kate, you know, the mm-hmm. 21-year-old, all the versions of Kate. And I think people do that also with themselves. Right. It is very, not if you've had trauma well, or right, something right. in your life thinking. or whatever, but for a lot of people, you can conjure up what it was like to be that age. Yes. And what might go along with that? Well, like, and then the other people don't know you from that point in point, time, yes. but you're like, but I've always been that person. person right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I think, you know, like is f- friendships of a long time or even, you know, like my mean sister, you know, she's just about the meanest woman around. And, but I still love <laughs> her. I don't adore her anymore, but. Because we know each other so well. We know our four-year-old selves because we're the same age for three days. I don't recognize what's happened to her. I I feel like I understand what happened to her. Like something really terrible happened to her. And, you know, and uh, is it it Sleeping Beauty? Who has Maleficent? Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Sleeping Beauty and Maleficent. And she looks in the mirror and she's just got that cold, black, cold heart. Right. Something happened to my sister to turn her heart to cold stone. And right. every once in a while, we see like a little glimpse of sun. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I get it. I know it. But I would not put up with that from anybody else. Only my 100%. sister. 100%. Only 100%. someone that I know. You have history with. Mm-hmm. Only yep. someone that I can go and I can see her dazzling, you know, eight-year-old self, self yep. that cracked me up. Yep. So Got it. Okay, here is the theory. All right, give it to me. They've just they've studied this for fifteen years, you guys. Oh, science. Okay, <laughs> oh, they've yeah. been doing that for longer no, than no, that. But this yeah. is particular thing. This particular thing, <laughs> and what the scientists wondered, because do you guys know? Let's just we'll see if you guys know anything about planets. My money would be on Holly on this 100%, one hundred percent, Lori. Okay, but what is the what is the planet that has a lot in common with Earth? Mars for fifty dollars. That's your answer, Holly. Um, I would say Venus. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, right. ding. Mm-hmm. Venus and Earth have a lot in common, as we're both rocky planets that, that have the same size, mass, and density. Yet we've evolved very differently. So well, Mars is the only reason I said Mars is everyone wants to go there because there might be water. That was my that was my thought process. Like Earth, respect to that. Yeah. Thank you, that. thank yeah. you, because that's where I was but going it, with it's that It's red one. and hot I understand, and nothing like but, Earth. But they think it might have water, so that was my only reason I picked Mars. Oh, Julia, that was the only planet that came to mind. No, Admit I, it. No, I it's can the name... the only planet can, you know. No, that is not true. I can name the planets. <laughs> okay, but it is Venus. You just didn't even think about that. You just like... I went to water. I, no, yeah. I went to water. So anyway, but what they wanted to find out was how many hours in a Venusian day... Oh, like if one word that. to live. Look at that fabulous word. Maybe we're going to be from Venusia yeah, this weekend. Where are you guys Veronica. from? We're from Venus. No, no I just want to say we're Venusians. We're 36-year-old Venusians <laughs> this weekend. I love that. Oh. I'm just a Venusian. Hello. Yes. I'm, I'm from Venusia. We'll work on our accents. Right. But anyway, they wanted to find out, okay, if Venus and Earth are so much alike, and they studied it for 15 damn years, and uh, they found out that uh, that this a single day on Venus uh, is not 24 hours. It is almost 6,000 
hours. Okay, that's too long of a day it's for me. It's 243 days in a day. Okay, that's Boom. way too long yeah. for a day. It takes that long for the sunrise and the sunset or whatever yeah, they have. Yeah, Because basically. Mars is just like 25 or 26 hours. It's Thank not, you. It's Another not reason far. why we're like each other. <laughs> Another reason but I chose they that. They wanted to study Venus. Because they probably wanted to use the word Venusian. <laughs> I wrote it down phonetically for our guidebook this yeah, weekend. You guys can say that you're here for the Miss Solar System pageant. Yeah. Like the Jets. Yeah. I remember getting Venus, and this is my little friend, Mars. She's a Marsian. Martian. Oh, no. Martian. No, of course it's Martian, and I'm not going to be that. No, you got to be a Marsian. It sounds no, better. I'll be Marzipan. Yeah. Well, you know. It just Sweet. is, yeah, very funny. Sticky. Anyway, mm-hmm. that they studied that, that the average it. day lasts 240 days. That just sounds horrible. Think of it's how dry your context would be. Here. Yeah, boy, talk about what a long day. I, I'll say. Hey, <laughs> we're only Venusian in name. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll be right back. Happy birthday to our legends, uh, Cher and Bob Dylan today. I wonder what age they're feeling. I'm going to say Cher's feeling like, uh, I don't know, I feel like very, yeah, very 40, 40 something. And uh, Bob is, uh, he's feeling, uh, he's feeling creaky, like 50. All right, fair. He's, he's. He's got a uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Is that what you're saying? A flare, a touch saying? of it. <laughs> Just a touch. A Just splash. a touch. That makes him feel like how he did when he remembered 50. All right. Know? That's fair. Okay. So speaking of legends, yes. Holly posted this today. Let me for the oh, YouTube. Oh, Lori. Those okay. are everything. This is, this made Vogue. Okay. So Prince's uh, Paisley Park has done... You know, they need to, uh, you know, change this exhibit and stuff. Yes. Out there or add different things. Because right? Prince kept everything. And that's why I was like so excited when Graceland was in partnership. Because, because you loved what they did with Graceland. I love what they've done with Graceland. Right. It's just amazing. But, of course, they've been working on Graceland, you know, since 1980. Right. And, and Elvis died with $5 million in the bank. and. Uh, Priscilla was in charge right. of everything. So it's an easier situation than Prince. But his epic shoe are getting their own exhibition at Paisley Park. And it's called the Beautiful Collection because Prince's shoes were all custom made to match his pants. His pants. To so elongate like, the petite leg. Yeah. Do you yep. think I, I remember the video from the cloud? Raspberry I don't beret? That's what I'm thinking. These mm-hmm. are the raspberry beret all right. boots. But it's 300 and... Um, 300 pairs of shoes. Yes. And one of the biggest challenges for the Paisley Park team was actually picking out which of his custom shoes right. should they display. He kept everything. The green sequin boots he wore to perform at the 1985 American Music Awards. Okay. The hand-illustrated booties he wore while attending the 1987 uh, MTV VMAs. Um some of them had been in storage for 30 years, so they'd fallen, cracked, or disres- depending on what materials they were made of, a lot of work has gone into bringing these shoes back to life. So, so when so this exhibit is going to open up July 9th at Paisley Park, the shoe, Princess. See, here's what I think. And the tickets went on sale yesterday. Okay, so and they we, got a whole thing in vogue. I, yes, and, I, and we posted the link yeah. on the Lori and Julia show page, how we did. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay, because we already know that the Prince Estate has collaborated with Urban Decay 
What makeup oh, line? Yeah, that's the a palette. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a Prince palette, but I don't understand why they don't like. Um, why don't they have a Prince line of boots? Why don't they have Prince clothes? Would be they have to get the estate all settled and figured out before they can do they licensing get, and do all these. But kind. how did they get the palette for makeup? Lori? I think that they're doing like a one-time thing. Like, a but movie. I think instead of makeup, maybe. I feel like the shoes because he was known for his clothes. I feel clothes. like you want Troy Carter's job right now. And well, I would like to advise him <laughs> because the the shoes would be more profitable than the makeup. You yeah. know. And maybe makeup's just easy. Well, yeah, I'm just talking strictly from a fan. I would wear those shoes. Yeah, those, those are, are cute. cute shoes. I would totally Very. wear this. He boot, always liked a this sky half. with a um with the clouds. But he liked a half boot. Sure, with a, a it's heel. the old, good old shibuti. We all have this boot in our closet. We Not do. in cloud, mm-hmm. but in black. In black. Or brown but or... I would love to wear that boot. Um, yeah, that's a statement boot. That Don't is. you think that would sell? And he yes. was a size. Um, if you're a gal, it would be a five and a half or a six shoe. Damn. So in men's, he was like, eleven and a half, eight. Yeah, a petite foot. Petite foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a petite man. Yeah, yeah. he mm-hmm. wasn't that tall, but oh right. my gosh. So oh yeah. Cute. So that's posted. Also, um, we're going to sing for share today because we're not going to be here to sing with people tomorrow. No, and they and we people, have Holly. Holly, what's doing our her song that voice. we're singing again? Well, we're singing Believe, Believe. right? All right, do I'm we want to do it? Yeah, yeah let's here do it. we go.